0: I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. I believe in the
1: power. I made it through the wind. Hey, Mr. DJ. How How you. Tan, to see I so get a double shot. Ladies don't. with the too. Come join the I party. Don't, don't, don't. don't just
0: close your eyes. Yeah. Eric Bernat. John M. Flynn. For when this episode comes out, we will be seeing Madonna in six days. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I mean, I'm. it's a
2: bunch of things for me because I am I get to take a little trip.
0: That's true. This is a much bigger deal for you.
2: I get to take a little trip to California where, you know, I, I grew up in California and I lived in LA a couple different times in my life. But it's Any like a grown up. It's a homecoming trip, but it's it's weird because since I moved away from california to new york my trips to california mostly revolve around family so even though i'm like well into adulthood it feels very like like i don't know something like almost like not that i'm not seeing like my parents or my family because they, they're up north you know
0: oh does We're, it feel like you're cheating almost like you don't want to get caught somehow like it's like it's a very grown-up thing because
2: my like you know when i go to california it i fall back into that role of like oh i'm a my parents child I'm my sister's <laughs> brother I'm like this like Correct. state, you know so like you fall into that place where you are in that family structure I'm an uncle I'm this and so like to just go on a trip where I don't see anybody feels like who am I in California without all those <laughs> without like, your family you know, who are you yeah like who I can reinvent myself who could who who should I be oh my god who do you want to be an equestrian <laughs> do you want to be teacher, a yoga instructor A spy in the House of Love. (laughs) I, I can really be Madame X in this trip.
0: That's very exciting. So when last we spoke, Madonna was about to go to Pittsburgh and you had said, while you would like to go see her again, you had given her enough money. That was the last time we spoke. You said (laughs) that. How did that turn out?
2: I gave her more money. Oh, you did it. You did did. it.
0: But how was it?
2: It was the right decision.
0: Yes. You it sounded like when we spoke right after the concert, I was very happy that you went. So tell the story. What happened?
2: So so she played Monday night here. What was it? February February fourth? February. I should look up the date. You should know. Just because date. this is gonna be, you know, February 5th. So that generations of us afterwards, when this is in the Library of Congress, <laughs> this podcast, <laughs> they could be like, wait, what February? No, it was a Monday night and like Sunday night, I was home and I was like doing stuff and then like I like, started looking, just like, let me just see what right. tickets are. And I will say that like the con- when I got to the concert, it was very full. Like I, It looked like it was sold out. I don't know if it technically was. The night before, it looked as if... Uh, I did have this thing where I was like, are all these tickets still available? And I think what happened... I don't know how the world works, but I think what happens is is that when like something like this goes on sale, people buy a bunch of tickets... And then they, like, try to resell them. And then as it gets closer the night before, they're like, oh, I still have all these tickets. I, they lower the prices.
0: Right. little we'll fire sale.
2: Yeah. So there were very affordable tickets. You know, when Mike and I saw it in December, we had paid what felt like with the, with our, like, income and price range. You know, we felt like we spent money on these tickets. But they were very high up. So I was looking at the prices for like, you know, the range of seating available. And I found two seats that were in the first row of the middle runway. Wow. So seat, like my memory of like looking at those seats when they were like, you know, when they first went on sale in New York and everything were were like way out of my price range. Like I would have to like, yeah, I, I would have to, do something
0: <laughs> kill someone have sex with someone give all your blood yeah
2: all my sera C- C- what do people sell now people sell like um platelets plasma plasma, plasma. yeah i'd have to go sell all my plasma <laughs> and then moisturize cuz i think plasma <laughs> probably like dries like whatever when you so but these tickets were like kind of like the same price as the ones that we got in new york that were, high up a different zip happened. code. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know if it's like a combination of like, it's a Monday night. It's
0: probably that comes into play. It's Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah. So I was like, oh, uh, am I going to buy these? And for some reason, like I didn't want to just buy them and then like not find a person to go with. And I know that I could find a person to go with, but here I have, I have one kind of. I have one, not kind of, I have one friend who would be like the obvious person that I would invite or like ask to go because it's uh, my friend MJ and, and they and I talk about Madonna a lot and they're a little bit younger than we are and I think has, they've been listening to the podcast and like then like watching tours and like coming to me and being like, oh my God, this is so exciting, like really falling in love. So it's been like a very Sweet thing, so I was like, okay. And MJ and I had talked about going to the concert before, but we were both sort of like, yeah, let's see what happens and how financially solvent we we are as it gets close. And so I texted MJ and I was like, hey, I found these tickets. We, I think we should just do it. And MJ was asleep, so I was like, oh no, (laughs) MJ, don't turn your ringer off. At this point, it's like you know, midnight or something. And I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I really want to do it, but like I I don't know. So I texted like a couple other people that I thought would be like game to go. Like they would have fun. Be down, yeah. Be down. So one of the people I texted was my friend Kyle, and Kyle wrote back right away and what my offer was. Cause like I was like, this is a pricey ask for somebody that you're like maybe wouldn't go see on your own. So I was like, if you didn't have to pay for the ticket, would you want to go see Madonna tomorrow night? And Kyle wrote back right away like, fuck yeah.
0: And I was like, (laughs) okay. So I bought If you had to pay for two tickets, would you go? (laughs) (laughs) And
2: then like, so then I was like, you know, texting, I was like all like excited, like, oh my God, I can't believe I got these seats. And then the next morning, MJ texted me and was like, I just saw these texts, we should do it. I was like, (laughs) fuck but mj's like a really good sport and just was like okay i'll just get like another ticket so their seat was like right around the corner oh where we were and it was like fine because like how much are we going to interact during the concert exactly so we went and we got there and we were like milling around and um texting pete zayas because he's there with his dad so and so sweet and so we found each other and, and their seats were like right next, like halfway up that same runway that we were in right in front of. So they were like right alongside it, great seats. And Pete was like, I don't know my dad's never seen Madonna. And like the first time he's seen her is he gonna be seen her this close. Oh my and God, that's crazy. Yeah. So we got to hug and that was nice. And then waiting for the concert to start, it was like starting to dawn on me that how close I was gonna possibly be to Madonna. Right. And And what was that? What was going through your head? I don't know. I start like I looked at Kyle at one point. I said, I might freak out. Okay. no, I said, I have to tell you, I might. Freak out, and I think he heard it as that, like maybe I was having some sort of like claustrophobic, like <laughs> something like the crowd or something. Because he like did that thing that you do where you like kind of like put your arms out to like make space for your friend, where you're like, okay, what do you need?
0: Right, and We're I was all like, calm, let's just breathe. Yeah, like, okay. yeah,
2: what do you need? And I'm like, buddy, what do you need? And I was like, no, I'm just realizing that like I might be like several feet away from Madonna, which I was multiple times throughout the evening. So when she would, she does like you know, a big a substantial portion of that show on that runway. And some mm-hmm. of it she does right at the edge of it. So at one point, a couple different points, I was like close enough to see like the veins in her forearm, which are like her, she's still really muscly. You know, so I'm like looking at like the veins in her forearm. I'm looking at like the lace front wig. Like close enough to see all the like the details. Sort of like sure details. Yeah. And like the the like lines on her face and the like and like in, and I was like you know in person the butt doesn't look that weird it look, kind of looks <laughs>
0: good. okay
2: like yeah nice. like it's proportional it's not it's it like, works yeah mm. it's not as like wacky it's sort of like and you know she, she's up high on the stage so it's like the you know her feet are like what at like my chin level maybe I don't know or maybe All like right. above my head I don't know the stage is high. So I'm looking up, but still like if we, if she would have like reached her arm down a little bit and reached down at like a 45 degree angle and I reached up, we would have touched it. You wouldn't be able
0: to touch. T- okay. Yeah. So did you freak out? Was it overwhelming? Was it? It was emotional. I
2: got like, I, I thought like, it was emotional and then I was like, wait, why is this emotional? And I don't know. I think it was just because I got to sort of like stand this close to a person who's done so much for I don't want to be cheesy. Don't go. go ahead. Yeah, Please, but like you know, cheesy. like it's first of all the the show we've talked about before, but it is like a really more than ever before. While it's a celebration of her tour, well, a celebration of her career, it's also like a just a celebration of queerness in a way that, like, if I didn't sort of like believe in Madonna's like in it, like sort of like basic heterosexuality, you would just be like, <laughs> just like, come out already, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it is just, like, it's such, like, a carnival celebration of all that stuff. And so just to be reminded that, like,
0: that's the lane that she's always been in as soon as that lane was kind of there. Right. She, I mean, she was always there. So, yes, as soon as yeah. we were, like, hey, queer rights, Madonna was there talking about it.
2: Right. And, like, the,
0: the you know, I don't think she was, I don't think that, like, Lucky
2: Star like, anything. But, like, I don't know that she... Yeah, I don't know. It was just this like weird thing where I was like, oh, you're such a hero of mine. So I was like, just like looking up at her and just sort of like thinking, thank you. And like seeing if she felt it, I don't know. I couldn't, I. she was definitely like looking at like individual people in the front row. So I feel like our eyes made contact.
0: What are the numbers that she sang like in front of you?
2: Well, she does like Vogue is like all on that runway. All right. Uh, Hung Up is right there. Nice. Hung Up is down at that end of the runway. That was a big one. And then, yeah, I want to say the Acoustic Express Yourself was down there, too. But if somebody wants to challenge me. Oh, um, Die Another Day. It was it was definitely like a blurred. I definitely was like made a conscious point at some time to be like, I'm not going to like record a lot of this on my phone. I'm just gonna just watch it. Yeah, stand there and uh, be in the moment. And luckily, Kyle took a lot of pictures and videos and was doing like a like, Kyle was like a, a great date for this. He's like a 34 year old straight guy who just <laughs> like under like got wow. really into it, was like cheering. And like at the beginning of it, I was like, I was like, do you like, are you? you you're gonna know, know a lot. Of know songs? A lot. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, uh i'd be surprised if i did and i was like really i think when you hear a lot of them you're gonna recognize them and he was like uh i'll be surprised if i do and how'd he do he did okay he did like went into the groove came on he like looked at me and was like this one i know but like other things that i was like ray of light i was like do you know this and he was like not at all but it's good like that <laughs> kind of thing yeah and then like afterwards he was really impressed with the whole thing like genuinely like i don't think that it was it, it wasn't was awful. being patronizing it, it, no, like we we all the three of us came out of it and we were all just sort of like, oh my god, that was incredible. And like, um, he was like, y- y- like you you can hear in someone's voice when they're excited. He was like, fuck oh, yeah, that was so good. He's like, I just had no, she what a great performer. Like, well, and then he had like lots of questions about Madonna.
0: We, <laughs> nice, you're doing the work. Doing it, proselytizing. It's exciting. So, is this the most you have seen a Madonna tour? yes have you ever seen any of one of them more than once no okay and this time you're getting three three
2: that's right so funny. now I'm excited because now like if I am like seeing it from a birds from a little bit higher <laughs> up again I feel like I will know like because there are parts where like you can't when you are you know the, your vis- vision lines for any seat is has some compromise so right. like being that close to the edge of that runway the stuff that takes place on like kind of the main stage, which it's is like, hard for you to see. Yeah. Like you're kind of like looking up and it's like, <laughs> you're, you can't s- see it as well. So I'm now looking forward to being like, okay, good. Now I can really watch. Nothing really matters. And like a prayer and the stuff that happens up there. I gotcha. just was like, I think that like, it's such a beautifully choreographed show. And like, it just, it's so awesome that I don't think I really like, I think the first time I saw it, I was just sort of like, Sure. Like, where do I look? Where do I look? Where do I look? And then this time I was like, okay, I can see right more front front of look.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then the third time I think I'll be able to like synthesize the experiences to be like, I know where I want to look when this thing happens. Yeah. Nice. So we'll have different, we'll have, I mean, you've seen it. So, you know, you've seen it on video.
0: I saw, uh, yeah, I saw when it first came out, I decided I was just gonna watch one of the full length bootlegs just to sort of be like, all right, I've seen it. And so that was when, that was October. And, you know, I've seen snippets like snippets pop up on TikTok all the time, but I haven't. Yeah. I've intentionally tried to not engage. I'll just kind of keep scrolling usually. Yeah. Although I did see the clip of her falling off out of the chair for Open Your Heart. Yeah. But she took it well. She was a good sport. Yeah. What can you do? I mean, like. It's no living
2: for love. No. <laughs> she was like already like <laughs> almost on the ground when it happened. She's
0: like tilted back at a 45 degree angle.
2: Like, mere inches from the ground. It was like a little like.
0: Live theater, folks. It's live theater. It's like
2: sitting on the armchair of a couch and like falling onto the couch like that. (laughs) If the couch was a wooden floor.
0: Yes. Again, Madonna, the physical comedian, (laughs) which we talk about enough. The rest of the world does not.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it was a nice experience. I was really happy that I did it.
0: I'm happy you did, too. I was the whole time you were like, I think I've given enough. There's a part of me that was like, I think you should go. I didn't want to say that. Yeah. That's what I thought. And when and you, then said I, you got a ticket. I was like, good. Good.
2: And then I called like I dropped we dropped MJ off, then I dropped Kyle off, and then I called you like right away.
0: You did. It was nice. Yeah. You were very you were like clearly still buzzy.
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty wild.
0: I just don't know like when
2: if I'll ever be that physically close to her again.
0: So those people like in Tears of a Clown, when she was like, how many times did she move for him? And they were like 80 times. Do they make sense to you now? No.
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) I remember seeing like an interview with her talking about like the fact that like she does recognize people that come multiple times to her shows. And I feel like it was during like the erotica era talking about it. Because I've, or maybe, I don't know. I picture her wearing a beret while she's saying this, but maybe I'm <laughs> mixing memories that she was sort of like, I mean, it's nice and it's flattering, but part of me is like, don't you guys have jobs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, if people like, yes, follow and it's her. to follow you around.
2: Yeah. Right. Who's paying you for that? We right. should get that Can't job. We should apply for that.
0: The follow Madonna around job? Yeah. Sure. I'm sure no one else has applied for it.
2: I guess, or we could like go to music journalism school.
0: There's a school for music journalism.
2: Maybe <laughs> we could become writers for the New York Times.
0: <laughs> sure, we could do so all this. Of is the- a re-
2: <laughs> this is a really solid plan? How many shows does she have left?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that many. She's going to Me- Mexico is the last part of it.
2: I feel like after we see it in LA, I'm going to be personally ready for. I mean, I want her to go, like you know. Share the love with whoever she can, but I'm gonna be ready for the next thing. I feel like when we're when we're done seeing it, I'm gonna be like, okay, that completes the celebration tour. The trilogy for me. You've had and the now, Father, the
0: Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Right. What's Madonna gonna do next? And I will be antsy waiting for that, like her to finish the tour and then have her like downtime and regroup, recharge, recharge. Be like, okay, is she going to get that biopic back up and running? Is, she, is it new music next? You know, The weekend said that he'd love to produce a whole Madonna album. That could happen. There's right. that Max Martin stuff that we'd never heard. Right. Is Are we ever going to hear that? Right. Like, what is that? I think in her sort of like, don't tell me to stop as a mantra, <laughs> that there is going to be like a next thing. I don't think that she's doing this to be like, and now.
0: And now I retire.
2: Yeah. I think she's going to.
0: No, I don't think she ever will.
2: No. So, yeah, I'm excited to know, like, what's... Okay, cool, cool. Okay. We saw it. Now what's next? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, wow, you're this insatiable machine. Her? You. Or me? What's next? Okay, seen it.
2: <laughs> Towards the end of the show, on when we see it, I'll start doing like that, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, wrap it up. Wrap right, it right. Up, right. Wrap wait, it up. So,
0: wait, what did you... Oh, in the, the spot that's near the end, Well, what did she do? Did she do rain... She did Rain. And what did she do when you first saw it? Rain? Rain. So she hasn't done either Frozen. You haven't seen her do either Frozen or Take About, we think are the other two songs that she's been Correct. trying out there.
2: Yeah. I was very aware that, like, the what she's wearing and the imagery behind her during that part of it are very much, like, they would fit either for Frozen or Rain.
0: All right. So you think all like the- along it was uh, maybe... One or the other yeah. kind of thing.
2: Yeah, it does feel like it more, this is my memory, that it feels like more like I'm in the Frozen video here in Rain, so that if Frozen happened, I would be like, oh yeah, I'm, this is Frozen. Of course,
0: the table's yeah. been set. Yeah. Are you hoping to see Rain or a different one?
2: I'm gonna, I'm going to hope for Rain because that's what you're hoping for. <laughs> I know.
0: I mean, I am, but I also would be okay with any of them. I wouldn't be like, yeah. we're going. Get your things. going to be Come the on, rush. Up, up. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. You know, we've seen this. We're all going to be on a video later. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Get my cup. Get my cup. Get my purse. My cup. Yeah, I think you have some. In my in my version of this, you have, um, you bought a, a souvenir. <laughs>
0: Cup? That had like a frozen strawberry daiquiri in it. That yeah, I was and it was a straw to lid. <laughs> Come on, get my cup. <laughs> my whale bone. Sure, we're <laughs> going. So we got an email and we've got a few reviews. We got an email from Neil talking about the most recent episode, the War Show Extravaganza. He said, Loving the podcast. Lifelong Madonna fan here. Just listen to your latest episode, Warcho Show Extravaganza, where you mentioned that people were critical towards Madonna after the Eurovision performance. What you need to do to understand these feelings is find the original performance audio, not the one Madonna's team have am, tweaked into tune. It's so bad, flat, thin voice, just terrible. Something forgot to hit the auto-tune button that day. And also, one thing I noticed when we run through, her voice has gotten so much weaker. I don't think necessarily through age, through more of lack of care. Just my thoughts. Enjoy the show when you get to see it. Saw it in London. It was amazing. It only started 20 minutes late. Thank you, Neil.
2: Neil? does Wait, does Neil say where he's from?
0: I don't know. He saw it in London.
2: Oh, okay. So maybe then. But maybe only 20 first. minutes late. Does that mean that, like, it started at
0: 8.50? Maybe. Then Maybe before play... it only started at... Ten twenty,
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe it was that.
0: Because I think
2: people expect ten now.
0: Yeah, that's what when I saw Sticking Sweet, the person who I sort of was talking to beforehand, who had seen a bunch of her shows, said, "Who was one of those people who follows her around?" He said she always starts an hour and a half late. Is what he said. Okay, I, in
2: Pittsburgh, she started like at ten because my friend Karen texted me and was like, "Let me know what time she goes on." That's and like, I how remember that just
0: become the thing.
2: Yeah. The people want to know, and I remember like here, she uh, she hits the stage like you know. But the show started right at ten, was when you hear Bob making oh way started through the like yeah
0: mm. yeah we had so but about the Eurovision we had I think we brought that up we had heard that that might be the case of, yes that the vocals <laughs> this were is an improved version
2: yeah but aside from Neil history will just be like oh, she's <laughs>
0: not she wasn't that bad
2: <laughs> and it will be like I <laughs> am telling you. <laughs> We also have, what else are we reading?
0: We have a review on Apple Podcasts from Russ Cole titled, What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Five stars. Instead of the iconic quote from Vogue saying, looking at, let's imagine listening to, because everyone will be asking you that question when you're laughing hysterically to John and Eric's incredible niche banter and amazing guest conversations about the queen of pop, Madonna. I love this pod because it reminds me of the good times and the better times with our gal. Come for the fandom, stay for the shade. My favorite kind of shade, the kind that comes from love and deep devotion. I sincerely enjoy every time a new episode pops up. Yes, I'm an Icon member Hem subscriber in my podcast feed. I listen right away. Thanks to Mike Jensen and Elise Castle. We couldn't help but wonder and still wondering for the recommendation. Please don't let this end. Thank you, Russ. What are you listening to? <laughs> the celebration celebration. <laughs>
2: Thank you for writing that. I got, like, <laughs> embarrassed hearing it. I don't take compliments well. I mean, I, when I read it, I was like, oh, that feels lovely. And then when you were reading it out loud, I thought, like, should we be doing this? You had to really... <laughs> Are we showboating? <laughs> grandstanding? You know, it, it, grandstanding. It is online, so I guess anybody can read it. We're just telling you. We're
0: saying thank you. And if anyone else has a moment and wants to write a review or anything, or email us about anything, we'd love to hear it. Granted, we don't have yes. any more episodes coming but
2: thank you it's really sweet uh, honestly like what makes me happy is that other people who want to listen to and talk this much about madonna are getting <laughs> are finding like kindred spirits in other parts of the, you know the world in us through us through us we're, we're all connected us, with us. New York that
0: telephone. is a nice
2: a nice feeling
0: it is amazing to look at the, the numbers and the stats and be like they're all these people listening in Germany and Australia and like all over the world. It's so crazy. And it's exciting. Egypt. Egypt. Where else? Brazil. Ireland. Thank you. Philippines. Argentina. Makes sense. France. A lot of France. Germany. Germany is like in our top five. We have to go on a European tour.
2: That'd be really fun. We just don't know. We would have to like find new things to discuss.
0: I mean, I guess there are more things to discuss about Madonna.
2: That's probably true.
0: And I'm also very excited for this week's episode for the Oscars, which are coming up on the 10th. We talked yes. about the Oscar performances with our dear, dear, wonderful friend, and who has Shh. some amazing stories. All right. This is the mm. this is the maybe the most excited I've been for an episode.
2: Really? Yeah, this one is really good.
0: <laughs> maybe a little less for you? Okay. All right. That <laughs> no, is good. But
2: also, okay, I'm gonna manufacture some. Well, we've been sitting and chatting for a while, so That's I have true. to be. I have to pretend that I first turned it on that was my moment before
0: John Flynn <laughs> oh you sound like Timmy fell in a well
1: are we gonna edit all this together because I hope so
0: <laughs> all right so let's introduce our guest our guest is I think our friendship with him goes back to uh, our friendship with each other it's sort of we all became friends all together at the same place at like kind of the same time right yes i don't remember
2: knowing one of you before i knew the other one but i maybe i met jeff
0: first i think i met jeff first but it was pretty soon that i met you and then we became
1: i i met you within within two weeks time because we were all it it was when the ucb was homeless between 22nd street and 26th street (laughs) And we were at that like weird theater that was like up four flights of stairs. And yes. John and I met at like a party to try and raise money. That's right. Because you were decorating. And I was I was like, I had stupidly, I was like, I'll bring liquor. I mean, what was I thinking? <laughs> anyway, I was you were helping out. I did not have the money to be donating liquor. <laughs> anyway. And then two weeks later, I met Eric at a Herald night introduced by Lisa Ackerman, who basically was just like, you're both homos. Here you go. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We should say our guest is Jeff Hiller. Yay. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Well, they can Not read that on the
1: they, little. They true. can they read know. it on the thing.
2: It'd be it's funny true. if we just got to the whole episode and just never said your name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just put question mark, question mark, question mark.
1: <laughs> who is this who, person? Who are we talking to? <laughs> why? Why do we waste our time with this? <laughs> is that Jonathan Lipnicki? (laughs) he's all grown up no it seems like an old chris colfer (laughs) guys he did not age well
2: that's not that you didn't age well jack if chris colfer right right substantially younger than we are
0: Sure. (laughs) I take it
1: back. (laughs) Yeah, you can edit it out of the podcast, but you can't edit it out of our life, okay? (laughs) We're here to talk about Madonna and the Oscars. Yes.
0: So, but before we get to that, Jeff, we want to ask you, like, what is your opinion, your relationship, your feelings about Madonna? Pro. You can be (laughs) pro pro Madonna. I'm pro Madonna. I think we know you're not as into her as we are, but that's...
1: That's okay. Right, right. I'm well. I, just, I think just in general, you two are both much more plugged into popular music in a way that I'm not. You're also more plugged into show tunes, John, than I That's am. That's True. But I am just—I don't know. I am obsessive about sitcoms, but not really about music.
2: What's on your What's on your music? Like, if you were to put on some music, yeah, what would you put <laughs> would be on that playlist?
0: Just TV theme songs.
2: <laughs> Thank you for being a friend.
0: <laughs> More theme.
1: Uh-huh. Damn, is that the theme to 227? We'll turn it <laughs> up, man. All right, no place, um, child. I, I used to sing that as an audition song. I <laughs> listen to like singer songwriter kind of stuff. I oh, you too. You'd be
2: like a Brandy Carlisle.
1: Love a Brandi Carla. Love I an too. Indigo
2: Girls sure. moment. Love, uh, yeah.
1: Love, uh, you know, Maggie Rogers and, you know, that kind of a story. Sarah Borellis. Love Sarah Borellis. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So are um, you like, do you, does your love for Sarah Borellis overlap into like the waitress?
1: I mean, it's sort of objectively a very good score. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yes, it does. Yeah. It does overlap. <laughs> <laughs> and, and growing up, Madonna was always like, you know, taboo and naughty. And I was like, I also felt like if you liked Madonna, you would be outing yourself. And so I was mm. like, I was completely aware of her. I knew everything about her, mm-hmm. but I also was like kind of Christian and stuff. And so I was sort of like,
2: like a Guns and Roses t-shirt
1: on. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, no, no, no. Um, a, a shirt from the Gap
2: okay
1: uh, you know or, <laughs> or actually really nothing <laughs> written or on gap. it yeah or or like something that i could hope would pass for the gap but was actually from solo serve which was like this <laughs> sort of like a nordstrom rack of the day um a low rent low nordstrom rack and anyway i was like afraid of her as a kid
0: do you can you like think or recall like oh this is when i first remembered knowing about her
1: Yeah, when she did like a virgin on the MTV Music Awards and I didn't know what virgin meant and I asked my sister what virgin meant and she you know, she and her friends just like started laughing and
0: And they were like, Look it up, look it up,
1: look it up and so I went and I got the dictionary, like literally got the dictionary and looked up Virgin. And I remember it like it said one who has not whatever, something in sexual intercourse and I was like
2: (laughs) Did (laughs) that and then you were like What's what sexual intercourse? <laughs> flip, know?
0: flip, 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 flip. No, I knew,
1: I mean, I probably didn't know. Like, if you asked me, like, the fine-tuned details, I wouldn't have known. But yeah. I, I knew enough to be like, don't talk about this anymore. Because <laughs> that would have been, when would that have been? Like, 83, 84? 85. I think 85. I think, 85. Yeah. So I would have been nine. That's sure. That's kind of young. To, to not young. really, to not, to be, like, not. To be plugged to, in. To not be, like. To, to not have my finger on the pulse of, like, sexy, avant-garde, edgy shit, you know? Right, right. But I do have a story about Madonna. Do you want to hear it?
0: Of course. <laughs>
1: yes. I think you know this story, right, John? Maybe. Well, I was casting... I was cast in a movie directed by Madonna. I was cast in a fucking movie directed by Madonna. And I am told that Madonna was like, I want him, him. And I'm not going to lie to you. The role was... It ended up getting cut out of the final film. (laughs) And it was not like a role that was like, oh, this will change my life. You know, it was like I was a gay guy holding a Pomeranian. That was, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or not, it wasn't a Pomeranian. It was like a pug, I think. It was for that movie W.E. about Wallace Simpson and, um, you know, the guy who abdicated the throne. And whatever dog they are into, those two people, I was also into that. And so I was like at an auction in in the present day holding a, a dog and being silly about, it, and it was like a humorous role. Anyway, I got cast in it. Did you did, you? did
2: you have like? Uh, did you send in a tape?
1: No, this was pre. This is pre-self tapes. This was uh-huh. in, um, in the room, <laughs> but with just the casting director. Madonna was not there. She was like in London or whatever, and she just you know looked at the tapes. But okay. the casting director pulled me aside because I don't remember why I was there. I was there for like a commercial or whatever, and they're like, "You're gonna get the Madonna money. She <laughs> is obsessed with you. <gasps> such a big man. And they were, like, so excited for me. And I was like... (laughs) And then I found out, like, my husband was going to be played by Kevin Cahoon. And I I know Kevin Cahoon. And he actually did the job. And it was all so, so exciting. But I was also in a play at the time. And we were having... Our last day of rehearsal, it was on a Sunday. And we were going to be shooting this movie on a Sunday and a Monday. And I was off on Monday, but I had to do rehearsal on Sunday. I don't know why we why the movie would be shooting on a Sunday. I have no idea. But it was the last day that we were in the room. And they were bringing in press. And oh. um, it was like right before tech. And the director wouldn't let me out of it. And then he told me, I got a really angry email saying, Madonna wants you... But Madonna's gonna have to deal with the fact that she can't have you.
0: <laughs> Did director emailed you that?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: that was not and, necessary. You
1: no, know, he didn't email me. He said that to me oh. in person. He was like, "Well, you should feel good that Madonna really wants you," and I was like,
0: "Mm-hmm." You
1: yeah. <laughs> so, know, that would have been really fun if you had done
2: that movie.
1: Well, because yeah. I talked to Kevin, who did it, and he said he said she was great. He said he loved being on set with her. He said she was super into us, and he said she said to him, "You know, I wanted somebody else. Really, your husband? I couldn't <laughs> get him. Can you believe that?" And he goes, "That was my friend Jeff." And she was like,
2: "Yes, Jeff. <laughs> uh, oh my God, Madonna! Kn- Madonna knows your name.
1: Well, I doubt she knows it now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she might. I bet she has a really good memory."
1: <laughs> maybe And I can't tell you why It hurts so much To be in love with a masterpiece Cause after all Nothing's indestructible
0: Have you ever seen Madonna live? No, no. Are you hoping or thinking about seeing the celebration tour When it comes to New York?
1: Well, Maybe Maybe I'll go to Pittsburgh and see it with Eric. Oh, there you go. Or maybe I'll just get tickets at the Barclays Center and look at you across the room.
0: You will definitely be able able to find each other. other. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'll be like Jeff. Put on your um. Put the your flashlight on on your phone so I
0: can see. I'm waving. There you are. There you are. I'm doing
2: it. Maybe maybe can get to get right next to me.
1: Did you get a cheap seat ticket? I think so. And well, then I could come maybe. I, somebody, I, I'm so I scare. Um, concerts are scary to me. I don't like me them. Me too. Me too. <laughs> really? You're going to <laughs> three
2: of them? I know it's gonna be. I'm gonna need to unpack it afterwards. <laughs> like, <laughs> Eric, how was that experience for you? I would be like, it was partially traumatic. Was it worth it? I don't know yet. Time will tell. Ask this me after, is, after the this third one. My friend.
1: <laughs> This happened to friend Jim too. He went to he went to Taylor Swift and he loves Taylor Swift and, and I was like, "How was it?" And he was like, "It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. I'm unpacking yeah. it." <laughs> and I was like, "What happened?" And he was like, "It was just like three hours of her just like throwing herself out there." I was just I was concerned for her.
2: Yeah, like I feel like my brain might not be able to, like I'll be in not to make fun of actual trauma, but like I feel like it's possible that my brain might not like record any of it. Yeah, it might just be like a blur.
0: Well, good thing you're well, well, that's you're why it's good. To...
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'll finally start to be able to piece it together.
0: Right. It was halfway through the second time that I was able to breathe a little bit and connect to my body. <laughs> <laughs> then I could start to feel my feet. By that one, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you drink there? Do you drink at the concert or or smoke? I think you can. I don't I think I will. Definitely can.
2: Yeah, I think for one thing, I think I bet like I bet a drink is twenty four dollars. Oh, Jesus. Sure. I bet it's something like that. And then,
1: like, the lines will be long for it. And when you go to, like, a big stadium show like this, do they have an opener, or is it just... She hasn't had an opener since her first tour. Damn, Flex. <laughs> and that was the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> and they open for her. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, but I think this one, there's, like, a
1: DJ playing maybe...
0: Well, she notoriously starts late anyway, so that's
1: why they're right. That's the thing. Yeah, she's like because I, I her last tour, I knew someone who like left before she came on. It was already like eleven thirty. Yeah, she can make you wait. <laughs> is, this, is this something I shouldn't be talking no. about? No, no,
2: <laughs> it's fine. I think that though, I think that for this one, she's like coming on at like eight thirty nine great i don't think she has the
0: wherewithal <laughs> to do that anymore
2: i think she's past the point where she's like oh, i want to start it
0: not yet let me do another yoga set yeah yeah exactly it's not like she's partying it's not like she's <laughs> doing drugs and shit right? right that's why i was wondering like what is taking so long
1: <laughs> just, i don't like my hair <laughs> redo my eyebrows
0: <laughs> do it again
2: do something else (laughs) do my eyebrows (laughs) do something else (laughs) that's in um truth Truth or or there's a scene where she's (laughs) complaining about the sound in the show like keeps cutting out and so she's like arguing with the sound guy and freddie demand her manager and her make while she's doing her makeup artist is getting touched up afterwards yeah yeah like it's like after the show and her makeup's getting touched up and so she's like She's like she yelling can't talk at these guys. She's doing her like her face. Oh, she's, yeah. She's, yeah, the makeup is trying to like do her lips, and she goes like she's she goes do something else. Do my
0: eyebrows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, wait, what year did that come out? Because I have memories about that too. Ninety one, I think. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I would have been a eighth grade or freshman year of high school. I remember because it also came out right when Sex came out. The book Sex, right? Sex came out Was a little right? bit later. A later. Like 93. Yeah. Okay. Well, I remember that that movie came out, and then there was, like, one of her dancers or something sued because, like, she outed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I... All I knew was that movie had gay people in it, and so <laughs> the I movie, was like, "All
0: gay people and Warren Beatty." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got to see that movie, and so I, but I was like, "Didn't want anybody to know that." I wanted to see that movie. Right. I really wanted to see that movie. So I, I remember my sophomore year, I had my driver's license, and I got a Blockbuster subscription or whatever, and I saw that movie, and I was like, "Here we go! Oh boy!" <laughs> This gay is so people, sexy, and then I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Oh God, this is just a lot of conflict." Ooh, like, you know, I'm not like one of those gays that's like into the drama. Like, I can't watch. You the thought house, it was just like I'm a two-hour bad. documentary people be
0: like, "So we're gay." And
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought, like, I don't know, like they'd be kissing or something, because, because I think it, there that was the truth or dare game was that they, like, yeah,
0: they kiss a little. And yeah, I think yeah. the
1: book Sex had come out, and everyone had been like. You can't even see the cover it's just full nudity so i think i like associated it with porn or something anyway i was disappointed i wasted (laughs) 395 on that
2: have you seen it since but then
1: i have seen it since and i did enjoy it when i saw it in my 30s
0: yeah yeah it's a real in your 30s movie i think maybe i saw it with you john that's very likely Probably when yeah. you got together. the DVD
1: Yeah That's right We lived I together For I like two years And I think I saw it With you And I remember being like Oh god This is so much different You know Because it's one of the, It's not It's not the movie's fault That I'm <laughs> <Right>. Expecting porn <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know If it's my fault but It's nobody's fault But it, right. I was, I, my expectations Were not geared right, right, In yeah. the proper way Mm-hmm. It, so. sounds, it sounds like
2: you were just like, just young enough and just sheltered enough to not really understand what any of it 100%. was and just being like, I think I'm going to see, yeah, yeah. And then being thrown off by like, because they are kind of like, those dancers are kind of like caddy.
1: Right. Uh, yes. And I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't there yet. I didn't like understand <laughs> that as, yeah. a, as a thing yet.
0: Your claws were still very soft. That's pre-internet. But... <laughs>
1: You know, uh, but but after I, you'd lived with me like, for a while, you were like, all right, bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, here we go. He's fucking, the library is open, bitch. Erotica. But you know what I saw on opening day? What? Evita, honey, Evita. Okay. <laughs> on opening day? on opening day i saw dick tracy too but uh, uh, not on opening day or maybe i did i don't know but for sure i saw it on opening day we went as a group all of the theater students oh because it came sense. out my senior year so we were like we drove we into san marcos and watched it
2: <laughs> what did you think of it because you were probably like a fit fa- uh, you probably knew the Patty lapone recording pretty well or yes, like a, Julie Covington.
1: <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> He's overestimate not that gay. me. <laughs> well, I'm not gay. I'm just not that savvy. No, I, I did know Patty. Uh, I did know Patty's version, and I had seen like a touring version of it. I remember not liking that she took the song "Another Suitcase from an." I didn't like that she sang that song. Yeah, I thought that was sort of like rude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ruth. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the only woman who sings in a Madonna movie is Madonna. You just, you, now, now I respect, but at the time. <laughs> and then I also I at the time I didn't like I she did it like real slow. I'd be surprisingly good for you. Which I didn't like at the time, but now I actually really appreciate it because I think it's like very seductive and very like um Sultry, whereas Patty's is very much like, bum, 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 bum. and actually, now when I listen to patties, I'm like, oh, this put a little sex in it, Pat. I mean, I would never say that, I would never. It seems crazy, but you must believe there's nothing calculated, nothing planned. Please forgive me if I seem naive. Would never want to
0: force your hand, but please understand, I'd be good for you.
1: Pat <laughs> Pat Pat, <laughs> is like a, the not the most not Pat that you've ever met. Oh, you guys, Pat's here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Pat's been nominated for four Tonys. No one's ever said that. Pat,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was your fourth nomination? That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Yeah, yeah. War Horse.
2: How long did Patty Lepone? how long did she do the Broadway run of *Evita*? Do either of you know John do either of you know john i feel like my gonna...
0: assumption would probably be either close to a year because she did it out of town first and usually those contracts are for mm-hmm. a year so she probably did maybe like nine months to
1: i a bet year she did a full year because it was also like i'm sure they wanted to keep her too because she was a big draw of the show
0: right but if you read her autobiography she I know. She, she was in fight she's with ready everyone. to get
1: out that's true I, I think i didn't read that autobiography honey what was <laughs> she so
2: excited to get what was next for her
1: well, I remember she had to fly to shoot the movie 1941 during a and there was a huge snowstorm. And then, like Steven Spielberg, flew her private or something. I remember that. Must be nice. Yeah, and and you didn't, and you could do it guilt-free in 1981 or whatever. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> we
2: didn't yeah. know about carbon emissions. <laughs> We're just spraying our hair. What S- footprint? <laughs> oh, this can's out, bro. Give me another can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was even pre-Ozone layer, so yeah, we really really Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever.
2: No small checks on the cars, no seatbelts. <laughs> One of the reasons why I wanted to know how long Patty Lapone was in the Broadway production is because when you read the failed launches of the movie Evita, like how many times it was tried, like almost became right. a thing, there was like an obvious question that seemed by like oh, just omission that it seems like there was never a movie version with Patti Lepone in mind
0: like there was Mm -hmm.
2: didn't seem like there was ever a moment where they're like oh she's a star she just won a Tony of course
0: she'll do the movie movie."
2: yeah it seemed like that was never
1: but I also feel like at that time first of all musicals weren't happening that much but second of all it was like it only can happen if you get a big star like even Julie Andrews Andrews didn't get to do My Fair Lady and that was way I mean that was Back right. when they did do a lot of musicals,
2: yeah, because it's because there was like talk of before it was a before it was a musical when it was just a concept album. There were people being like, I think Oliver Stone was one of them,
0: wanted to do hmm. a movie first. Um, yeah. No, sorry, Alan Parker.
2: Alan Parker ended up
0: directing mm-hmm. it.
2: But when just the album was out, it was like, I think this could be a movie, and then they they were really intent on getting to the stage version instead.
0: my daughter.
2: Okay, ready for some trivia questions?
0: Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. do it.
2: Okay, so according to Wikipedia, which actress was not ever in like substantial consideration to play Ava Peron in Evita? Here's your choices. Meryl Streep, Liza Minnelli, Elaine Page, Barbara Streisand, or Michelle Pfeiffer?
1: I know Michelle Pfeiffer It was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Elaine Page, just because, like, same reason Patty wasn't ever considered.
0: I believe that is the case as well. It's not true. And she might not have been, like, <laughs> in... She
2: might not have been, like... But she was, like, somebody that, like, producers wanted it. Tim
0: time. Rice wanted her, because he, he wrote the lyrics and they were dating. Okay. Elaine Page was, like, somebody <laughs> that
2: they talked about. The one person, and this is maybe splitting hairs because reading it Wikipedia, Barbara Streisand was not ever seriously considered for it. What happened was John Peters was trying to get was trying to like wanted to work on it and produce it. And he told Robert Stigwood that if he became a producer, he could convince Barbara Streisand to do it. But Barbara Streisand didn't like it. She saw the show. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) She saw the stage version and didn't like it. So it sounds like it was just like one guy being like, uh, if you get me in on this, I'll, I'll talk to Barbara.
1: But it was not ever right. like a thing where she
2: was like in talks to do it. Okay. Well,
1: she wanted to direct herself probably around then. Because Yentl mm-hmm. was like right around then. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think at one point, did she get the rights to it, for, to direct it? It wasn't in the Wikipedia journey. I, th- but I, feel like I that... thought
1: that no, she no, had- No, no, I don't mean that movie. Uh, oh wait, I'm not talking about Evita. I'm just talking about she was already a director by then.
2: Right, right, Perhaps. right. I feel like she, she would be like, oh, I could
0: direct that, but I don't necessarily want to star in it.
1: Mm. Do you
0: think Barbara Streisand could direct someone else in a role that she might conceivably play? No. Has she, just, <laughs> has she ever just directed a movie?
1: That she was in it? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so I either. don't think she would have signed on. I don't think she did sign on to direct this. I, I was just no. saying she. Uh.
0: But Forbidden Broadway had a spoof called Don't Cry For Me, Barbara Streisand. Well. There was at least gossip about it.
2: Don't cry for me, Barbara
0: Streisand. The truth is I never liked you. You'll do the
2: movie. And what a bummer when you sing Ava like Donna Summer. Yeah, there must yeah be- that was the gossip. John Peters started it. Also, I read that, that apparently in 1986, so 10 years before the actual movie, Madonna, in 1986, picture Madonna in 1986. She's like, Virgin to, between Virgin Tour and Who's That Girl? Apparently, Madonna went to Robert Stigwood's office. Robert Stigwood held, had the rights to the movie in like a 1940s hair and a gown to talk to him about <laughs> doing the movie Evita.
1: It's so Sean Young.
2: It's very Sean Young. And also, like, I'm like, at what, where do you think she put the gown on? Do you think she brought it in, in her <laughs> bag? <laughs> she went was like, to the bathroom. Madonna here for Robert. And like, yeah, mm. can I change? Do you have a restroom I can use?
0: Yeah, she went up to the mm. reception. She's like, don't tell them I'm here yet. Where is your bathroom? <laughs> She's like a huge <laughs> garment bag over her shoulder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or did she like get into like a, a period piece well, gown and, the, and then get and driven? the receptionist
1: was like, well, they're ready for you, and she <laughs> just said to them, do something else. <laughs> I don't
2: know if that really happened, but I'd like to think that it did. That in like 1986, she would be like, I'm gonna go in my Evita costume to Robert Stigwood's office,
0: and just show up. This will really convince him. <laughs> I remember the at the
1: time exactly. I, I remember <laughs> at the time of the movie when it came out that. There was some press about where somebody said, Madonna came to me and said, "Ava Perone is such a vulnerable figure that I'm so drawn to, which was so not Madonna. And then she said, and I'm the only one who could play her, which very much was (laughs) Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) Have I said too much? There's nothing more I can think of to say to you. All you have to do is look at me to know that every word is true.
2: OK, here, so now we're at circa 1988. <laughs> okay. This is when Oliver Stone is working on his version. So he, like, wrote the script. And Madonna met with Oliver Stone and Andrew Lloyd Webber. And they were in talks to cast her in the movie and she wanted things for them to cast her. Let me tell you all the things and you're going to check, all that apply. It's one of those ones, like pick all the ones that you think Madonna wanted in her contract. She wanted $1 million. She wanted script approval, co-star casting approval. She wanted to rewrite the score, and she wanted marquee autonomy. Which like her name could be the only name like above the title.
1: Can I, I go all of the above? Things. Yeah, check, 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 check. You think she wanted all? No, you know what it is. It's gonna be a trick question. She actually wanted three million dollars.
0: Right. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's what I thought too. I was like, it's, I was trying to think like an '88 was a million
2: a lot. I think an '88 a million was a lot for somebody who doesn't have like a um, a
0: guaranteed box office sort of
1: track. a film a film oeuvre. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, what what do we get wrong? The two that the two things that Wikipedia said were that she wanted script approval and she wanted to rewrite the score, which sounds
1: <laughs> ballsy, especially to say to Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, right. But I'm guessing I the, what dead. I feel like the like what
2: she probably wanted to do was contribute so- like songs.
0: Right, she probably mm. wanted to be like so I can win the Oscar. Yeah. Right. And
2: like, have like a Madonna, like Madonna is one of the writers of this. That's my guess.
0: Which Taylor Swift got for cats. She did. Mm -hmm. There's a new song in cats, and she wrote it with Andrew Lloyd Webber.
2: Was it, did it win an Oscar?
0: It did not. So that backfired.
2: What was Mm -hmm. the song called? Beautiful Ghosts. All that I wanted was to be wanted, too young to want. Alone
1: and haunted Right, I remember that I remember her being like, oh my gosh But it's also, that movie was bonkers <laughs> Yeah, Cats? Talk about a cat butthole Oh my mm-hmm. god <laughs> <laughs> With their little hands <laughs> mm-hmm. And the memories were lost
0: long ago but at least you have beautiful ghosts.
2: Okay, here's your last one. So we talked about Madonna like being like, I'm gonna poach that song from the character, the mistress and sing another suitcase in another hall out of character in Evita. The, but the, that character is still in the movie. It's just in like an, an abbreviated scene where mm-hmm. she does a little tiny reprise of the song. The actress who played the mistress in the movie toured with as a vocalist for one of these bands. The Sundays, The Coors, Portishead, Sheryl Crow, or Elvis Costello. One of these musical acts, I should say, not band, because some of them are... Right. The choices are The Sundays, The Coors, Portishead, Sheryl Crow, or Elvis Costello.
1: I've only ever heard of Shell Crow and Evels Costello, so I'm not going to get this. Let's face it, I've never. Well, you have a twenty percent chance. Portis head, Portis mouth, Portis head, Portis head.
2: I'll guess the
1: core. I'll guess Portis head.
2: John, what's your guess based on?
0: Um, just that I know a little bit of their music, and her voice feels like it could be a part of that. Like it sounds like that. B was, she's the lead singer of the Coors.
1: Go on, go on, leave me breathless.
2: Her name's Andrea Cor, they're an Irish pop band. They like, (laughs) they have, and Jeff, you're gonna know the song. So this is why I thought this was an interesting, like I basically just wanted to point out this like sort of weird connection. So she plays the mistress in the movie to a, To Madonna's "Evita," Madonna like takes her song. The Dick Tracy album is called "I'm Breathless," and the core's biggest hit in 2000 was a song called "Breathless." Wow! So that maybe
1: made more exciting sense in my head than it does when I say (laughs) that. Well, yeah, she was. That was Madonna's character too, right? Breathless, Breathless.
2: Yeah, yeah. later, Andrea Kaur, I feel like she like was like, okay, so if you're breathless, I'm going to get a bigger hit called Breathless for taking that song away from me in that movie a few years ago.
1: You bitch.
0: I'm sure she knew that she wasn't going to sing that song when she signed up. Can't imagine that at the table read, Madonna was like, I've got an idea. What if I sing that song?
1: <laughs> I just always thought that that was such an interesting thing in a musical to give like this really great number to somebody who that's it. That's all she does. I mean, she could be in the right. ensemble maybe. I don't know, but sure. like it's such a great rich number to give to this like young engineer character. Yeah. I was just sort of disappointed.
0: I think for the stage version it makes sense to be like Patty needs a break.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas
0: for a movie, you don't need that so much. But I also do think it's a bad I don't it doesn't make sense to me that Ava would sing that song, especially where they put it. It's a
2: little, like, downtrodden for her sort of, like, coming out of, like, what's new Buenos Aires? I'm going to take the world by storm. And then to be like, to be like I don't oh, think I was that expected I'm...
0: expected this would happen.
1: Yeah, I kind right. of have low
2: self-esteem.
1: Right. That's the other thing is that it's, a, it's the mirror image of Ava. You know, yeah. this young woman who's just like, oh, I'm just... You know, it, it shows that Ava Peron uses these different. men. Yeah. Right. Whereas this young woman was used by these men. That's all I'll say.
2: (laughs) I just think that, like, it's of note that Madonna auditioned for the TV show Fame. Alan Parker directed the movie Fame, Mm -hmm. not the TV show. And then Alan Parker directed Evita. So it's all been like, it's all been like swirling around each other. Yeah, for the last 20 years before, like, all this stuff was like bubbling up to make this happen.
1: I sing the body yes. electric.
0: Sing the
2: body electric. I celebrate the and He was in an ER,
0: and Madonna went to the ER earlier this year. Guys, <laughs> life is a circle. Life <laughs> is, a, is circle. a circle. All right. Shall we get to the Oscars? Yeah. Yeah. The 63rd Academy Award Ceremony took place on March 25th, 1991 at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. Billy Crystal hosted for the second year in a row. Madonna's nemesis Kevin Costner was the big winner that night with his Dances with Wolves winning seven awards including Best Picture and Costner for Best Director. Other notable winners that night were Kathy Bates for Misery and Woody Goldberg for Ghost. Dick Tracy was nominated for seven awards. Best Supporting Actor for Al Pacino Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design and Best Sound and it won three. One for Art Direction, one for Best Makeup and Best Original Song for Sooner or Later Music and Lyrics by Stephen Sondheim. The other nominees for best song were Blaze of Glory from Young Guns 2, I'm Checking Out from Postcards from the Edge, Promise Me You'll Remember from The Godfather Part 3, somewhere, and Somewhere in My Memory from Home Alone.
2: Isn't it weird that I'm Checking Out was written by Shel Silverstein? I know, isn't that crazy?
1: What's weirder is like, I think he was kind of pervy.
2: <laughs> I think
0: I've, I remember hearing that too, but I don't know in what specific direction. That's one of those things like when you first hear it, it's weird, and then after you think about it for a second, you're like, no, I guess that checks out.
1: It just seems weird to me
0: that they'd be like, "Who?
2: well, we need a song here. Who should we talk to about an original song?
1: Okay, I heard a story. I don't remember where I heard this story. I don't have any backup on this story. I don't have, there's no fact check. This is, I have no idea where I heard it. I can't remember who told me. Maybe you dreamt it. But I heard that at the Oscars, Madonna was kind of a pill. (laughs) <laughs> Which I, I could see, Okay. And was really like demanding about rehearsing, and but was also late to rehearsal. And yeah. the guy who was like Iatsi didn't like her. And so when they introduce her, apparently there was, there's like a brief little moment where he just turned to her and goes, it's not working. It's not working. You're going to have to walk up. It's not working because, you know, she... Oh, the elevator up, where she comes up at. And she was like, I fucking get And then it just went. And he did it just to, like, throw her <laughs> oh, off. They're... Yeah, just um... to throw her off. I don't know if that's true. But I did note she was nervous, visibly nervous. Oh, yeah. She was shaking. Was this this was after her like weird Marilyn Monroe phase, right? Or this was the Marilyn Monroe phase? I think She's this is a little in.
0: after. She's dipped in and out, but this is actually like movement wise, she is more like Rita Hayworth than this because even like the music, the very beginning before the song proper starts, it's very right. uh, put the blame on Mame and that sort of like right. That like we're moving
1: and and her hair from. is very Rita too. It's very yeah. like in Gilda when she comes mm-hmm. out, you know,
2: that Gilda flip.
1: Yeah, yeah that famous Gilda flip. <laughs> Sooner or later you gonna be mine Sooner or later you gonna be fine Maybe it's time that you faced it I always get
0: my mail I think she does a great job. Like, you can tell she's nervous. Like, you can see her hand visibly shaking when she's like, baby, it's time to waste and shatter. You can see her hand is, like, going. But I think she sounds great. And overall, I think it was a really good performance.
1: Oh, I did, too. It does look
2: really well rehearsed in that, like, watching it, I was like, oh, sh- she rehearsed this more than the Oscars gave her rehearsal space for. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Because yeah.
0: I think for her, this, too, was, like, it's a big role. Like, I think it was her first time performing the Oscars. You think, like, this is the room she wanted to be the big star of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and this was like a big coming out for her and this
1: was also like what she does well she's a singer you know what i mean right and also like i want to be in more movies right. i could be the lead in a movie look at me i'm sexy i'm like mm-hmm. old hollywood if you insist babe the challenge elights me the more you resist babe the more it excites me and no one of keys babe ever fights me again 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 if you're Love that dress, but it's so interesting how that dress is like a classic dress, but you can absolutely tell it's from the eighties. Like it's very like the oh, way Maggie. it's hemmed, yeah. But I mean, like you know, like when oh, yeah, people yeah. wear vintage, like they they do these. Like I, I was just watching it and being like, oh yeah, she's like she's wearing this like very like I'm wearing a period dress or whatever. But like what it's so clearly yeah. it, well, it's just so clearly of its time too. Like of its right. you know. Of, and they were, I'm sure they did it on purpose. So that made it now, you know, make it 91 or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, a
0: 90s take on the
2: 30s. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it was the same gown that she wore to Robert Stigwood's office to show him that she could be a
1: No, she probably would have worn a different gown. No. Eric, Madonna has never worn the same gown twice ever in her <laughs> entire life, even as a child.
0: <laughs> She's also wearing $20 million worth of jewels from Harry Winston.
1: Ooh. Oh, talk to me, Harry Winston. I'm gonna love you like nothing you've known I'm gonna love you and you all alone
2: And she understands at the end of that, like she knows exact, exactly like what camera to look into at the end.
1: Oh yeah, she she knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. that had all been decided. She's not, but yeah. I mean, she's not like a spont. I mean, I'm sure she is spontaneous. She's too, not but
0: really a spontaneous performer. No, she yeah. is someone who likes like, like to drill.
1: She, she plants the shit out of it, you know. Probably because she grew up a dancer, right? Yeah. Probably. We believe yeah. in rehearsing. <laughs> you know me. I'm a dancer. <laughs> I thought this was definitely of the two performances. This was the more successful, in my opinion.
0: Definitely, it's more exciting. It's also like more of like a number you can perform, and it is more like a better
1: song. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a good. I this is. I would say this is like. Top five Sondheim songs for me. I love this song. I, I would put this, like, this and Leave You are up my top. All and right. th- My list is long. My list is very long. But this is, like, <laughs> one of my top Sondheim songs.
2: I, I feel like during this, when I lived through this era, I was not as a, I didn't appreciate this album. That for some reason, like, I think because I was a, a teenager who was, I was into, like, I was into Bogue. And the rest of the album to me was kind of like, I listened to it a lot, but I was kind of like, I didn't understand the, like the throwback quality for it. Cause I think it's like a teenager. You're so like, sort of like future driven.
0: Right. What's now?
2: Um, yeah. That I kind of was like, eh. So at the time, like, I don't think I appreciated all the like nuance in her performance in this that I appreciate now. Like she's doing like a lot of really good
1: stuff in it. She's like, oh I got to tell you, I appreciated it in the moment. I was like, I mean, I didn't give a shit about Dick Tracy. All my friends were like, yeah, I like Dick Tracy. I was like, mm. but that song, oh my God, mm-hmm. sexy, slinky old yeah. fucking playing with props like a fucking glove i mean i was a little bit like you'll not get that second glove off with that bracelet on it <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but, that iazi guy like put that bracelet yeah. <laughs> on at the last second exactly. five more bracelets like, yeah. drop this <laughs> he's like i better glue it just in case <laughs> But I remember I didn't know any of the words, but I saw this Oscars, and I just remember constantly walking down the re- around my apartment my, my apartment. It was <laughs> when I was at home, I, uh, I lived in my parents' home. and I would I was just like, or later I wanted to be her so bad. Oh God, it was so drama.
2: Oh, should we do you want to talk about the acceptance speech for winning this Oscar for Steven Sondheim?
0: Well, he wasn't it, there. It didn't
1: really happen.
0: It didn't happen.
1: I thought. No, I thought that was like super flex because Lloyd Webber showed up. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I now. tried
0: to, my memory of it is that he had gone into some sort of accident, like twisted his ankle or something and couldn't travel. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I tried to Google it and I couldn't find any information. But my memory was- Does that was sound that, like,
2: authentic? That like you twist your ankle and they're like, no traveling. Your ankle is twisted.
0: In 91? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's been So much science on ankle twisting since yeah. <laughs> 1991. I don't know. I don't see why he wouldn't. <laughs> I think he was just like, eh. This I, I don't care about this. This isn't really for me. This is just like a thing.
0: You don't think so? I think Stephen he Sondheim it. loved the movies and the fact that he was the front runner to win an Oscar. You think he wouldn't want to be there? An Oscar?
1: I do. I do. I think. You, I do
0: mean, think, Sondheim I don't think is he, right in the same league as Eminem with not giving a shit.
1: No, I I think he probably wanted to win the Oscar, but I think I mean I could be completely wrong. i never met Sondheim. I know. Maybe okay.
2: he was in rehearsal for something.
1: Yeah. well I did actually meet Sondheim once. Do you know, oh, that okay. story? Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's hear that story.
1: I auditioned for Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, and okay. I got a call back, and I went in, and fucking Stephen Sondheim was behind the table, and I sang, I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm perfectly calm. Uh-huh. And Paul Geminiani was like, stick take it down a step. And I was like, yeah, you'll you do that? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we want it to sound good in your voice. Oh, that's perfect. Blah, blah, blah. And he was all into it. And Sondheim was just like, ah. <laughs> really into it. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get this part. I'm going to get this part and work with Steven Sondheim. And then I walked, I came home that night, and there was a documentary on HBO at that time about Steven Sondheim. And I asked him in it, when you're in the audience, do you feel like you have to pretend to like it because people are watching you watch the show? And he's like, I never pretend to like something. If I, if I like it, I do. If I don't, I don't. The only time I ever pretend to like something is in every single audition, I pretend like it's the best audition that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> Oh, and then, wow. even though, even though that show did not go because it was with James Corden as whatever, yes. and it didn't go, they still called to tell me you did not get the role. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not going. But well, even I want it you does, to know that you definitely did get it. <laughs>
2: In every parallel universe where it does go, you don't get cast in this. We've checked, we've checked all of them. The infinite universe. Even if we find
1: someone else to take there on, there are a lot of part. decisions
0: we didn't have to make, but one we all unanimously decided <laughs> on. Guys, we don't need to have that meeting about finalizing the set,
1: but we should. Yeah, we talk about how we don't want Jeff Hiller. <laughs> oh, I wasn't supposed to say my name the whole podcast. Sorry. Mom!
2: Yeah, so there's no acceptance speech. There's no acceptance speech. They just give it to him, and there's a lovely shot of Madonna, like, smiling that she's excited Mm -hmm. that he won the Oscar.
1: But I thought it was baller that he didn't show up. But at the same time, if I were nominated for an Oscar, I would totally show up. Yeah. (laughs) I would absolutely be there. (laughs) So I don't know why I thought it was so baller. (laughs) I would, too.
0: If I got got nominated for an Oscar, I would show up. I'm surprised that you guys act like it's a question you would ask yourself.
2: Well, I'm just trying to think of, like, (laughs) what...
0: I'm not, I'm trying well, to Would like- did you go back? Would you go back, John? You've been. Would you go That's back? That's right. I went this past year. You did? the Oscars. My husband won a competition, so we got to go to the Oscars. We were in the third balcony, but my husband also is technically a uh, familiar Oscar. His uh, great-grandfather won an Oscar in 1930 for Best Cinematography. Oh, so he has... <laughs> At his mother's house, there is an Oscar. He's like a, leg- he's a legacy. I guess is so, yeah. Is a- he a Nepo baby? All the cinematography work that he's
2: gotten. <laughs> I was just trying to imagine, like, what at this point in my life I would be nominated for an Oscar for. I'm so far removed from anything. So I think when I was like, wait, I guess I'd go. And then I was like, "Eh, I'd probably be nominated for something that wouldn't get aired on the main broadcast. So that they
1: do them all now. They they do them all now. Mm -hmm. Everything. Because there was a lot of uproar. About like, what what, is my contribution not good enough? Yeah, exactly. It's elitist Mm. to only show the famous Mm. people, which I guess... It is. (laughs) (laughs) Can't really argue with that. Right.
2: (laughs) No, but also, I have a fast-forward button, so I'm (laughs) in control still. I
0: just want to see the numbers. Give me the numbers. That's what the Oscars are known for, the live performances.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we're talking (laughs) about today. true.
0: There's too much to lose. yeah
2: let's talk about her next one her next one was what year
0: it was the 69th academy awards which was on march 24th 1997 once again at the shrine auditorium and once again pilly crystal hosted this time for the fifth time the big winner that night was the english patient which won nine awards other notable winners were Frances McDormand, who won her first of so far three best leading actress awards for fargo Evita was nominated for five awards Best Film Editing, Best Cinematography, Best Art Direction Best Sound, winning only Best Original Song For You Must Love Me, music by Andrew Lloyd Webber Lyrics by Tim Rice The other nominees were I Finally Found Someone from The Mirror Has Two Faces For Mm -hmm. the First Time from One Fine Day That Thing You Mm -hmm. Do from That Thing You Do And Because You Loved Me from Up
1: Close and Personal (laughs) I I mean Which we all could sing Right easily but can any of us sing this song that did win I mean you must yes, love, love me I guess you're right yeah. but it's not one that like lives in our country no, you know it's, not it's an like um, no.
2: well because you uh the other one was like a got a lot of radio play that
1: I'm everything I am well and also I think there are two versions there's a country music version and also a oh there's like a Trisha Yearwood version.
0: version isn't it is not theres it Trisha yeah. Yearwood
1: mm-hmm. it is so I, I think, think so too. you hear that song a lot more than you ever hear No, Because mm-hmm. You Love Me was sung by Love Celine Dion me. I know, but there's also a <laughs> Trisha Yearwood cover Are you
0: sure? Yes Yeah P- I think positive. you're thinking of that, that other song that that like what was it that like airplane movie song Oh my god like, like not Con Air but maybe Con Air Oh,
2: Con Air was also nominated for something in one of these years Some year, yeah Oh
1: wait I'll still Oh, you're right <laughs>
0: that one did it's not wasn't this one because you love me silly Dion
1: I knew but yeah, somebody yeah, else
0: but did there that. was a country version too
2: um everything maybe I Leon rhymes
1: Le- uh no hold on I'm up. Pitch- country I'm version song by Jody Messina mm-hmm. I don't know what that, that is. doesn't
0: count <laughs> you're thinking of the Conair song which is how do I live that had two different distinct versions oh yeah how I do
1: I live, live. A- oh yeah you're right oh my god this is annoying sorry <laughs> How do I live?
2: That there are actually two different versions
0: of both of those songs. There's only one version of the Because You Love Me. That's not true. I mean, other people have covered it, but there's only one like starting
2: version. And then the other one is the Con Air song, and what's that? How Do I Live? Um, How
0: do I
1: live? Wait, that's the one that has no.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's the one that has the two different versions.
1: But who sings Um, the Who? Leanne Rhymes, and then who sings the pop version? I think it might be like I think, Leanne Rhymes, like Trisha Yearwood. Like, I think it might be too. Yeah, Leanne Rhymes does sing the pop version. Oh, uh, so there's a Trisha. Oh, okay. Oh my God. This, by the way, this is the gay <laughs> pop culture version of Who's On First. I mean, <laughs> the amount of time we spent trying to fucking figure out. Uh-huh. Not even the song that we're talking about, by the no. way.
2: <laughs>
1: not at all. A few
2: years ago, I went home. Maybe just like five years ago, I went home to california to see my family and leanne Rimes was playing at the county fair and i felt yeah. like whoops yeah i felt whoops
1: <laughs> whoops, whoops. <laughs> how do I,
2: I mean and then i was like Why that does it take away everything she gave the world just giving it in smaller audiences now. She's still giving it. <laughs> I've lost so I've lost track of what we're actually talking about. We started
0: talking about. Did we? We haven't talked about her performance at all yet. So, what do we think of her performance of "You Must Love Me"? It's
1: fine. Yeah, it's not a I great I will song. say, this was just fine. I think, you know how I said at the beginning of this podcast, like, I'm never like, yes, let's hear Madonna sing. Yes, I love mm-hmm. her voice. Yeah, yeah. This was one of those things where it's like, there was no dancing or pyrotechnics or furs right. or gloves or, or jewelry. And so it was a little like, um,
0: huh. yeah. It's not playing to her strength. In, in and of itself, is not a great song.
1: Where do we go from here?
0: This isn't where we
1: intended to be We had it all You believed in me I believed
0: in you Certainties disappear What do we do for our dream to survive? How do we keep
1: Her hair, I liked it. I think she always she looked good. I thought she, I loved her dress. Of course, she always mm-hmm. like has like yeah a potty be slamming. I didn't like those tiny bangs. I didn't like the tiny bangs. She, I, I feel like made... she
2: she had transitioned into more of like a ray of light look than an a look. look. It's a, a year before like,
0: ray like, of light, but yeah,
2: yeah. She, she the ray of
1: I light. Think, she had that like long,
0: yeah,
2: sort of sandy waves. It wasn't, yeah,
0: oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm
2: thinking of her presenting. For That's the next
0: year. The she next came back year. and presented for Best Song. That's at when I played her light
1: hair. Look. Yeah. She looked yeah. great there. Oh, she looked great. Arms,
0: her arms and that.
1: Well, that was right when she was doing all the yoga and every movie she was in, she played a yoga teacher and she would, like, <laughs> I think contractually she had to be shown doing that, whatever that one is where you're just putting all your weight on your wrists. What is yeah. that? What's that pose like called? Like a crow pose? Eric. Crow, yeah. It was also, like guess, Kabbalah whatever, and then, too. Yeah, yeah it was all, all the
2: time. Her spiritual rebirth.
1: She has lived. She has lived. I mean, I know that that, like, not saying anything interesting and that no one, like, has anybody ever talked about how Madonna has lots of different eras?
2: Well, (laughs) she has.
0: You must love me. You must love me. Me. also one thing i noticed while rewatching watching it is whoever called the the, the light cues kind of did her dirty because at the very end where she's like you must love but she like pauses before the me the lights had already blacked out
1: that i'm telling you the, the, the Yossi people Yossi do guy. not like her <laughs> they don't like her do you think that also, um,
2: he saw her it's the same guy it's like oh
0: her again <laughs>
2: Yeah, and he's like, "Do you remember
0: me?" And she's like, "I don't." I'll be walking on stage (laughs) this time, and I'll be attaching
2: my own bracelets.
1: You must love me. by the way watching this song does feel like you know like on American Idol like when somebody like I remember somebody got sent home for on uh the week that they you know they when you would get sent home they would have you yeah. sing the song that you did for that week which is right I also feel like that's a uh, done it's dirty rude. it's like at least yeah. give them a song that they like liked doing <laughs> and I remember somebody got sent home when they sang that song smile when your heart is uh, breaking smile. and I was oh no, oh no, it's so true. (laughs) Smile when your heart is breaking and your heart is breaking right now and you're smiling. And that's how I kind of felt about this song where I was like, you must love me. (laughs) Like she was like, I didn't get nominated for this Oscar. I should have got a nominated and won for this Oscar. Won a Golden Globe. Love me. And I also read Rupert Everett's book and he said he kind of had a falling out with Madonna. Yeah, because she was like how could they not nominate me for this how could they not nominate me? And, blah, blah, blah. and he was like well they didn't nominate me for my best friend's wedding and she was sort of like oh, that's that's not the same
0: <laughs> I mean I agree with her but also don't say that
2: yeah yeah you, at that point when you're fr- you just think it and you go like exactly right so we both, <laughs> like, both get it and then you're like call somebody else Call Rosie O'Donnell. Like, Rupert doesn't get it, but you get it. Hit <laughs> them against each other. <laughs> That's how you stay in charge.
1: <laughs> the other thing <laughs> I remember from Rupert Everett's book is Candace Bergen came to him and said, you have lip tension. <laughs> fly, fly, Miss American. Fly, come
2: I was at Whole Foods today and I was getting a piece of fish and the two people working behind the counter. First of all, I walked in and Express Yourself was playing. And I was like, oh, we're going to talk about Madonna later today. And then... Save it. Yeah, I was like, okay, remember that. And then I'm like, "Order a piece of fish. And I can hear the two people talking. And one of them was like... I used to really love Madonna, but she did something to her butt, and then what? <laughs> yeah, she was talking about Madonna's butt implant, and I was like, "Why is why is Madonna so around me right now?"
0: Well, I mean, mm-hmm. she's and she's back in like sort of the big conversation. That's true. I mean, her she's the tour just started up again.
1: And that's true. And she's never not been in the conversation. That's true. Right? Yeah. I do think about. I do think that John and I are in the top
2: percentile. One percent. The top one percent of people who discussed Madonna. <laughs>
1: Although I, I don't feel like that. before
0: this podcast we talked about her that much. No, we didn't really
1: but it was it was known that both of you were
0: Sure. I mean it was the first one man show ended with a Madonna medley.
1: Right, and you said you said every gay Has uh, a diva that they worship. It's like their confirmation name. I'm quoting John Flynn. Thank you. And and we used to talk about who is your who's your gay confirmation name. And both of you are Madonna. Mine was somewhere between Cady LaPone and Dolly Parton.
0: I remember Bette Midler being part of the conversation with you.
1: Oh, well, I do love Bette Midler. Mm. I do too.
2: But if I had to pick, if I had to pick a confirmation name, it would be Eric Dwight Madonna Bernard. Mm-hmm. Is your real name Dwight? It's so yeah. cute. Mm-hmm.
0: You should go by the Dwight.
2: It's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> I, Never too late. Is it? The ship it's has not. sailed. I'm rebranding.
1: If you ever move to a new city.
2: I could I could start it then. And then people would be surprised when they like when I drop my ID on the floor and they'd be like, hey, your name's Eric? Eric. Nobody's called no. me that in years.
0: Dwight, someone <laughs> came to the store today asking if Eric worked here. <sighs>
1: I have to go on the run again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a tale to tell?
1: (laughs) You could also be one of those gay actors who has three names. E. Dwight Bernat. Yeah. E. Dwight. E. Dwight Dwight is good. E. Dwight.
0: And the nominees for best crow pose in an emotional picture are... Oh, unfortunately, E. Dwight could not make it this year. Badass.
1: (laughs) Badass. Badass. Not some some hungry bitch like fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Tim Rice. And they're like, they're talking about the movie. Well, thank heavens there wasn't a song in The
1: English Patient, is all I can say. (laughs) We must say thanks to Madonna for coming tonight and singing the song so beautifully. And to Alan Parker for his wonderful movie.
0: And, uh, as ever i agree with everything andrew says and and i'd like also to thank robert stigwood and david land and everybody who helped on what we think is a jolly good film thank you thank you i mean it is it's not nothing that the two biggest like theater composers of the day have an oscar because of her
1: um, i know i was then, thinking about that too that well, both well and Miranda
2: has something to say if she had you. been
0: in chicago then they would have gotten their oscar did but chicago
2: did, did chicago have a new song
0: they did, mm. but it was, like, just played over the credits. It's called I Move On. It was very... Uh, here's something that's been sitting in a drawer for a while.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got to incorporate it into the actual movie for it to be really considered.
0: I think it definitely gives you a leg up if it's, like, a part of the movie. But there have been plenty of I think of they songs made the rule like, they, now. They did, yeah, because it used to be, like... like you. Because some songs have even, like... 10 seconds before the credit roll is when the song will start to get. Yeah, away. it's like if
2: you're on Shopped and you put one of the basket ingredients in its entirety, like just as a garnish on the side of the plate.
0: <laughs> and here's a big carrot. Yeah, and you're like, well, you didn't
2: incorporate it. <laughs> in, in my mind, dish. it was a beet. It was just a big fucking beet. <laughs> Mine, it was a radish. It was like a rainbow radish. That like sliced and, and a Pop-Tart garnish. Yeah, garnished with... <laughs> Pop-Tart Crumble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you may,
1: you match
2: when you
0: so, Jeff, so do you think now that you might be more uh, interested or going to see, check out the Celebration Tour when it comes to town?
1: More or less interested after this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> hmm. Um, I... I I, I if I were going to see a concert this one would would be one that I think I would into because she's just playing the hits, right? She's just doing yeah. the hits.
0: Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. There's no new album that she's promoting, so it is mostly just songs you've heard.
1: Yeah, I think I'd be into it, I guess. I mean, my my thing is is it's not about her or the music, it's about I just don't like going to college. I mean I barely go out anymore. I just never I never go out. Do you think you were like this pre-pandemic?
0: <laughs> do you think that has changed your no. calculus? Gotcha.
1: I mean, I didn't want to go out pre-pandemic either, but um, you know, you know I'm a bit of an indoor cat, but I did it yeah. a lot more. And now it's like mm-hmm. I'll do it when I have to do it for work and stuff, but or for a show, but uh, now it's a little harder to make myself go so when out. When you get hired
0: to-, to go to a concert, sure.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying is that it's hard to make myself <laughs> go to a concert. Right. Like, And also, it's like, I know what to expect if I go to Broadway. Like, I sit in the seat, I watch it, and then I'm done. But, like, with a concert, like, sometimes people want you to dance and stuff. And There's right. so many unknowns. I know. You're probably going to have to stand for a lot of it. Yeah, and she might uh, be late because she's got to do crow pose again and then yeah. her eyebrows or whatever. I I, I do want to see Bob the Drag Queen.
2: Wee. I have enough um, similarities to you, Jeff, that I... I think what it is is that I I want to have seen it. Right, um, yes! And so I don't, <laughs> like, I will go through the experience so that I can have done it. But I'll be really excited for the time when I'm like back home, mm-hmm. it's like March 10th, and I'm like, okay, I did it. I saw New York, LA, and now I'm home again. And i,
1: posted I my videos, it. so it's proof right. that I went.
0: Yeah, I have my takes all set,
1: mm-hmm. 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 and I'm sleeping. See, I don't have takes either. That's very you, John. I, that's not me.
0: What? That's most people. You have opinions. I, what do you mean you don't have takes?
1: No, you, I, mean, I mean, smart takes. I mean, like, I might be like, oh, I kind of like to hair better this way takes. than that way. But you're always like, oh I didn't think that, I mean, even the fact that you're like, it didn't make sense at the place that they put it in that movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was but me maybe realizing. Not, maybe not about Madonna. You don't have takes, but you have takes about have other tics. things in life. I don't think so. I'm a pretty blank slate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we just get one more meeting together then to talk about that we're not casting Jeff Hilder in this show.
0: <laughs> he just didn't have any takes. <laughs> That's what they probably said. You come into the room. Sondheim's there. Gemignani's there. We took it down a step, and still no takes. No takes. We offered so many opportunities for takes.
1: I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at the celebration, celebration
0: at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account at the celebration, celebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could, do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. It really helps people find the show, and we appreciate it.
2: And when you're re- reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on
0: us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the whole thing got edited out.
2: Well, I bet it wouldn't have if you had done it.
1: I think it might have. It didn't, I mean, uh, even when I read it, I was like, I don't see how this is going to (laughs) translate to Wallace Simpson, but okay. All right.
2: (laughs) But I bet Madonna's love of you in particular, she have been like, I know it doesn't make any sense,
0: but I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it.
2: This is gonna like be in the Oscar the like this history. <laughs> I don't care. It stays. The scene stays.
0: Doing this <laughs> yeah. movie for the scene. This is why we're doing this movie. <laughs>
2: that's just the like final went scene over. in the movie, <laughs> and it ends with a close-up of your face.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I I remember being kind of gay too, so I I that would have been a thing. <laughs> I also remember being like, this seems a little broad, but I'm just gonna do it. <laughs>